Okay, everybody, so we're back in the Sugi of Malavan again. Uh, yesterday, I just want to clarify a couple of things that we ended off with yesterday. Now, Sameer, come join us. We were talking about the idea like this. We were talking about um, washing the tennis sedan. The Oilem were asking afterwards, Baruch Avruam, the Oilem were asking afterwards, What's the din with the Tere Sedaim? Taka, what's, where's the Shriya? What's going on? Where's the Kippus? What's going on? Every time I wash the Tere Sedaim, I have to lift up my sleeve. Like, what's Pshat? So I do want to mention one thing. Yes, there are Machmirim. Meaning, yes, there are those that hold that you should definitely uh, try to make sure that your sleeve is not in direct contact of the water as you pour it on. That for sure. However, I do want to mention a very important thing we did not say yesterday, which I think is important to say. And that is, there is a very important Tosfus Yishonim. Tosfus Yishonim explains a very important heta for us that we can learn for what, what, with this halacha. And that is like this. So the Alika Tosfus Yishonim, he says like this. Derech lech lochayim. Derech lech loch. What does that mean? So until now we've explained derech lech loch to mean that if it's going in, not in a clean way, but it's dirtying it, that's not a problem of shuras is eukibu. So I'm mainly the sorry isa. Okay. The derech, the 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 uh, Shonim wants to say that derech lechul doesn't only mean okay dirty water is going into the baguette. Like for example, this was the heta mati. This was the heta that when we take the towel and we wipe our hands after the tilis yadayim after the or whatever. That we are wetting the towel, which would be an issa, but we said it's okay because of derech lechloch, because it's dirty. There's always dirt on your hand. Maybe you're dirtying the beggar. That's called derech lechloch. Maybe that's okay. Zog the toisus yishanim. Not only does it mean, it's a massive chiddush, by the way. Not only does it mean dirt is going into the beggar, and therefore there's not an issa, shriyas is ekibus, right? Whenever you do not want the water to be there, that's called derech lechloch. It's a massive chiddush. The place can use the, the, the Tosus Hashanim as a limud schos. Not mamash, because we don't pass like we don't find it put down the halacha anywhere in Simon Shinchof or Shimon Shin Base, obviously, which is the halachas that discuss these in Yonim. But Akoponim, they use it as a tziruf, and they say that in, if you see a guy that's washing Negovas or the Tilisadaim, and the, you know, and he's got his sleeve there, and the water's going on it, so you don't have to mamash like Shabbos! You can say, Psega! Is there a Tosus Hashanim? Tosus Shonim holds, we use it as a tziruf, that I don't want it to be there. Mimele, if I don't want it to be there, it's called derech. There's a makam to make. Chaim, are you with me? Yeah? Okay, Rabbi Toledano, good? Gavaldik. Let's move on to Rabotai. Spills, okay? Also a very important sugar that we have to discuss. When things spill on the floor, and this happens very, very often, it happens when the oilam gets a zaman, Shabbos, the oil don't get together. Sometimes, you know, bottles spill, or water, I'm talking about Coca-Cola, obviously. They spill on the oil. If we're lucky, alcohol, then we're lucky. Then it spills all over the floor, right, Yosef? Then it's a good meal. It means it's going to be a good meal. If we can get the alcohol of the Shaftamai Basusan, everything goes on the floor. Think about it better there than in the stomach. It's mayodik. Mamish mayodik. Alkaponim. So, um, what is the din when it spill? Are you allowed to take something and make it wet? After all, Shriyas Ezekibuse tells us that you cannot take a beggar that is absorbent and make it wet. That is an Issa, right? It's real. That's an Issa of what? Malabin. You're not allowed to do that, right? It's the first stage in the cleaning process. So what is the heta? When something spills on the floor, everywhere it goes on, takes a shmata. Takes a shmata and, you know, puts it on. So there are a few alakas I want to split up in different categories. There's something called your makbit and something called your not makbit. Any beged that you are makbid on, makbid meaning you do not want it to get wet, it bothers you if it gets wet, 
then that is not allowed to get wet by putting it on a spill, for example. Let's take a simple example, a tablecloth. Nobody wants their tablecloth to get wet, right? Nobody wants a wet tablecloth. Therefore, to take a tablecloth and wipe up a spill on the floor will be problematic. Why? Because anything you makbid that you don't want to get wet, there's a chashash what? Ah! There's a chashash, you're going to squeeze it out because I don't want it to be wet. So we made it, the tablecloth gets wet. It's like a schmuck to have a wet tablecloth. I'm going to wring it out. I'm going to squeeze it out. And that's obviously skita. Skita malabin. Skita malabin is also the raisa. You can't do that on Shabbos, right? You throw them straight down the cliff. The, the, the pelt them with stones. Then you clap. Have a suda after the outside the next year. It's mayodic model. Model, it's mayodic. It's going to be gavaldic. Al-Kapanim. So therefore, if you're makbid, you have to be very careful. Um, who I did in your tablecloth? You have a tablecloth at home. Be very careful not to get it wet. Obviously, bekavona. Shalom bekavona is not your problem. But bekavona, you have to be careful not to get a tablecloth or something that wet because you're mukbud on it. Clothing! Clothing! Nobody wants the clothing that they're going to wear or could wear on Shabbos Kodesh to be wet. Mimele, you cannot use your clothing, Motcha, yeah, to go and go and clean up a spill. Whereas, something you're not mukbud on, for example, a shmata, right, the shmatas that are made mayuchad specifically to go and clean up spills, and people have them in their homes to do sponge or whatever, so there's no problem with that. Why? Because I'm not mukbud on that. And if I'm not mukbud, I don't care if it's wet. If it's wet, I'm not going to wring it out, I'm not going to squeeze it out, because I don't mind if it's wet. Okay? Therefore, that's okay. The only problem is, a few things. Number one, I think we're going to say a chiddush now, but I don't know if you, you know, they have sponger cloths in Eretz In America, generally, it's not used so much, but if you have sponger cloths that are made to get wet, squeeze, get wet, squeeze. That's what people do, right? Mops, for example, right? In America, you have a mop, right? You have a stick with these things that come off it, right? In America, back in the heim, right? Yeah? Uncle Sam's country, okay? Valdik. And Bekitza, are you allowed to use that on Shabbos? Are you allowed to wet that on Shabbos? I don't know if you're allowed to use that on Shabbos. No, Why not? It's made to get wet, squeeze. Wet, squeeze. That could be a problem. That could be a mamashah. A sponge you can't use anywhere on Shabbos. It's mukta. Sponge is mamash mukta. We spoke out there yesterday, sponge is a father mukta. That's a problem. But it's definitely a problem on Shabbos. Let's go right Okay, so therefore it makes enough communion what you're using. Another thing as well, Zachariah, is that when you do use a shmata, even if you're not makbid, and therefore it's okay to get it wet, but to use a small shmata on a very big spill is a problem. Why is that a problem? Huh? Well, because you're going to pick it up and squeeze it. It's probably going to happen. It's a small shmata with a huge spill. It's going to get soaking wet. The only way to remove it is through picking it up, which is going to cause shita. So when you do use a shmata, make sure you knew, use a big enough one, or many of them, that will cover the whole spill, and make sure that I still have space to be able to handle it, that it won't be automatically squeezed the moment I handle it. Is the only with me? No, 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 love that. It's not a psik ratio. If it's not a psik ratio, if it's not vaday going to happen, then it's okay. If it does happen, that was what we call it, enimus chavan. I have no kavana for that. That's okay. You with me? So far, is everybody with me? Rabbi said, these are my step of We have to know this. We have to know this. I got an email yesterday. Marty, this one's for you. I got an email yesterday from a yid somewhere, somewhere in America. Doesn't make a difference where. And he says to me like this, right? This is not, this is not, but mocking 1215. Don't worry. We'll get 1215. Don't worry. And, um, 
He says to me like this. This is how he starts the email. I read it out to some of the oilim that were in my office yesterday. I don't remember. You were there, right? It's a true email. And he says to me, I'm a typical guy who went to a typical yeshiva in, and, and I got married, and I don't know how to answer the basic shilas of Shabbos. Right? I don't, I, what's the difference where he was? Doesn't make a difference where he came from, because we could probably apply it to most places. He went to, he grew up from religious, went to the system yeshiva, he learned Gemara, Valdik, now he got married, and he doesn't know anything. Gavaldi. Okay. Tosameya. is back. Baruch Hashem. Magic words. Okay, everybody side. So, you guys have to know. You guys have to know what to do. What's gonna be? You're gonna get married. You're gonna get married. What's gonna be? Your wife's gonna ask you this, Shaila. One second, toasters in your bombers. Uh, okay, what are you gonna do? I always say this. I love this. this is a great line, by the way. Moshe, you ready for this one? We are not teaching Hilcha Shabbos over here. You thought we are. You thought we're teaching Hilcha Shabbos. It's reverse psychology. We're not teaching Hilcha Shabbos, Chaim. What are we teaching? Shalom Bayes. These are Shalom Bayes classes. Why? Because you're gonna get married and you're actually gonna know what to do when your wife asks you. She'll be like, oh my gosh, wow. You actually know the answer. I thought I went to seminary and I know everything more than you and I'm going to have the upper hand. And you went to this yeshiva, boom, you actually know what you're talking about. Gavaldi, Gavaldi, Let's move on. What's that? Forward slash donate. No. What? Anyway. <laughs> the kids are. Uh, moving on. The, the other, Mila, thank you. The other, um, the other stage in Malabin is Shifshuf, right? Shifshuf means scrubbing. So even if it's already wet for before Shabbos, and even if I'm not going to squeeze it, the etzim shifshuf is an is of malavin, just like a washing machine. The middle part, the middle stage, Zevi, is what? Is the spinning with the water in it, scrubs the material together. Shifshuf is asa, which means, right now we're going to have to talk about many different cases. We're going to talk about if you have dry chillers on your suit. I might have to scratch it off with my nail. My, some people do these things, Rabbi Sai. You will get, people do these things. We're gonna have to see if it's mutter or not. I don't know where. But kaponim, we're gonna have to talk about that. But shiv shuv is also, cause it's a chilek of the cleaning process, right? It's what you do when you wanna wash something and clean it properly to remove the stain. You need to shiv shuv, you need to scrub it out. So that's gonna be problematic. If it's a bege, if it's a garment, it's a material, like a suit, like a shirt, like pants, whatever, that's a vada also, that's posh. What if it's, for example, leather? What happens if on your leather shoe drops something, and we know that pouring liquid on it is okay because it's not absorbent. So there's no shriyasu zeukibusai. There's no is of getting it wet. It's not a bag. It's not a garment. It's, it's hard leather. But shifshuf is also. That means to scrub the leather shoe to get rid of the stain or the mud or whatever may be on it. That will be also. Right? That's going to be problematic. Now, unless it's completely not absorbent bechlal. For example, you've had a table. Enter this table. Gets dirty. And I don't want it to get stained. So I want to scrub off. The, the stain, or have a glass table at home, or you have a china plate, or a glass cup, or anything similar to that, and you have a stain there, and you want to scrub it off, that's fine. There's no malabin, we said, by something that's completely not absorbent. Somebody mentioned yesterday, I can't remember who it was. Somebody mentioned yesterday, what, was, was, it was you? You mentioned by something like, for example, uh, a plate could be absorbent, and it can be bleers. Right, we know by Basavakhalov, what do you mean? It's not absorbent. Of course it's absorbent. It absorbs bleas, but that's really bleas, that's time to heat, whatever. We're talking about blea legabe cleaning. A glass plate, a glass table, a hard wooden table, all of these things are not absorbent and therefore to scrub them is no problem. We're talking about leather, which is a little bit absorbent. By the way, we didn't get to contact lenses yet. We will be talking about contact lenses. We haven't discussed it yet. Motti, don't worry, you stick around. You get everything. Yeah. 
Yes, same thing. Which means on your leather shoe to scrub or yeah, take your finger and rub off the stain with liquid. That's going to be problematic. Ramosha talks about plastic. Plastic itinus is the same thing as leather, which means that if you have a plastic tablecloth and you get a stain over that, could be that you can't soft. Right, soft plastic, not a hard, thick plastic, maybe. It's, it's absorbent in some level, and therefore you scrubbing is a problem. Rabbi Sai, one last halacha for today. Also very important. We're speaking about To make something wet is problematic. What we did not yet discuss is paper towels and disposable wear. Ramosha is a tshuva, and Ramosha writes a gazach, which is a massive kula for us, and we have to know this. Ramosha says, that there is no malabin legabed alocha shirasa by something disposable. Therefore, zuk Moshe, to take water and put it on a paper towel or a tissue or something like that, there's no is of malabin. Why not? What's the lambdas? Now, Moshe it's a material that absorbs and it's getting wet and it theoretically could have a stain on getting out. So Moshe azoy. Very simple. The is of malabin is to clean something. Generally, you're cleaning something that you keep. Something disposable that you throw out afterwards, you never keep. And therefore, Moshe held that there was no is of malabin, which is why there is no problem of taking paper towels or paper tissues or whatever and, you know, he, taking and making a, you know, cleaning up a spill or something because there's no is of shirasa by something disposable. In Mitzvah Shem Rabbi say, I don't know about tomorrow, but on Sunday, Be'ez Hashem, we shall continue. Have a wonderful and beautiful day.